This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, this is That Millwall Podcast with myself, Joe Zampa, and my co-host tonight is Chris, aka Chaps. How you doing, Chaps? You all right? Hello, mate. Good evening. Yeah, all good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, guys, listening at the moment, you won't be surprised, obviously, that um, there's no Mickey here and no Omar at the moment, although Omar should be joining us, hopefully, in about 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, Kai's also away on holiday and Mickey's away on holiday with his family. So um, you, and I, you and I, Chris, have got the, uh, the controls tonight. We're, uh, we're obviously driving the spaceship, aren't we, and, uh, and having fun with it. We'll do our best, mate. We'll do our best, see how we get on. <laughs> but yeah, lots to talk about, which is always a good thing. Yeah. So let's start with, uh, with Saturday, Chris. You were about 10,000 feet up in the sky, flying from your holiday in Miami. You landed at uh, Heathrow Airport you know, a couple of hours before the kickoff. And then uh, talk me through it. Yes, mate. Um, it was a night flight, obviously flying through the night, so pretty tired. But I've missed um, the 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 Watford game and the um, Bristol City away game. I've watched them on telly, but I missed those. So desperate to get there. So went straight to the game, or straight to the bus, should I say. Had a beer and um, that teamed me up quite nicely and obviously finished up with a, a nice three points. Um, four wins on the spin, five unbeaten. Um, you've got to be pleased with that, right? And it, and it coincides with a change of formation, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit more detail later. Uh, but it's really, really good to see. There's a real positive vibe around around the place at the moment. I think it would be fair to say it was one of the better atmospheres we've had in, in recent times as well. Jed probably aided that. And again, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I think that, you know, the key talking points for me is that uh, we were good value for the win. I think we deserved to win the game. I think that we had some real standout performances. Billy Mitchell, to to say one, and I'm, I'm really keen to, to talk a bit about him in today's show. Uh, but I also love the fact that the second goal and the winning goal, four subs combined for that. Cresswell played the ball up to a phobie who nodded it to Bennett, who then passed it to Bury, who scored the goal. So... I, I just thought it was great. And I thought the second half performance was as well as we played in a long time. And um, we've got three potentially win- winnable games coming up, mate. So, you know, um, all positive and nothing more you can really say about it. It's, it's a really good place to be at the moment. How did uh, how did you think of the game, mate? Yeah, very, very good. I mean, to start off with, I mean, it was a, f- a fairly kind of settled 
um, side of a couple of changes in there, weren't there? So we had um, Malone come in for the injured Murray Wallace at left back. And again, we'll, we'll touch on Malone uh, in, in a second, I'm sure. Um, back four was um, Matt Lamara, right back. We had um, Hutchison start uh, alongside um, Cooper. Uh, the two midfield, again, there was no um, no Savile, was there? There was Shackleton no. and uh, Mitchell. It was a bit of a weird one. So I thought, you know, they seem to play quite well, but I heard rumours that maybe Savile was feeling unwell or something. So yeah. perhaps that's why I was rested. But I thought Shackleton did okay. Um, the three behind the main striker, you then had a three of uh, Vogelstammer, Vogelstammer, should I say, on the, the left side as opposed to the right side. Yeah. We had Fleming in number 10 as per usual. And then we had Styles, who's naturally left-footed on the right side, sort of cutting onto his left foot. And I think during the course of the game, I'm sure they kind of swapped them over, didn't they, a little bit and kind of had Styles on left. And of course, we had um, Bradshaw um, up front starting, and uh, which he has started for the last sort of five or six games. Um, but I just thought it was, it was a very, very good performance. I think we we're up at, at them again, you know, and um, the, the formation that we're playing at the moment seems to sort of suit the players, suit, suit the style of football we're playing in. Um, and I don't think, you know, Jed Wallace got much abuse or much dog abuse as, as he was hoping for on social media before uh, the game, he mentioned it. But um, certainly, they got off to a good start. You know, Jed Wallace done fantastically well with, with, with the assist that he created for John Swift. And it was a little bit of a, a pantomime at that point. You know, the way he celebrated um, the assist, the goal. I mean, what's your thoughts on that first of all? Do you think that was called for? Do you think it's acceptable? Do you think he went a bit too far? What's your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I loved Jed when he was here. And I think um, there's a debate, is he a Mill legend? And I'm not going to go into that. But he will be known for me as one of the best Millwall players for the last 20 years. I think there's no debating about that. Uh, he moved on. We move on. We get over it. And I think, actually, we probably at times in the last couple of years have, have played to Jed's strengths. Uh, and actually, we're now more of a di- diverse team without him. In terms of his reaction, um, I didn't expect him to not celebrate. But let's be real here. He It was an assist. He didn't score. Uh, and it was a real scrappy goal, actually. Swift, you know, sort of, it was actually going straight to long, but I think Danny Mack tried to block it and ended up sort of shifting the direction of the ball. Um, but he over-celebrated to me. I think, you know, the the tensing was one thing and then he got down on one knee and sort of, you know, it, it was just all a bit too much. And I think he he obviously got caught up in the moment. I don't know whether he heard something from the crowd before that sparked him to do that or he got, Something on Twitter, I don't know. He's very active on Twitter and he's responded to a lot of comments since. But I think he probably regrets it. But I'm glad he did what he did, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I actually think it sparked our crowd into, into action. And as I said, I think it was one of the best atmospheres we've had in a long time. And I think a lot of that is thanks to Jed riding the crowd. So thank you, Jed, if you're, if you're watching, because I think you helped us get over the line. So as he said in his recent Twitter comment, we had the last laugh. So... Yeah. That's my view on it. Um, is what it is, and um, yeah, we come out on the winning side. But uh, what's your thoughts on on the way that he handled that situation, mate? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you there, mate. Um, I'm not saying it was a flat performance for us from, from the very beginning, but certainly the fans, I don't think, kind of got behind the team. But you're right; at that moment, it did really, um, you know, get the fans all worked up, didn't they? They obviously didn't like it. it took a lot of offence to his celebration. 
Um, and that, there you are, that there, there's our 12th man straight away. And suddenly we were, we were going for it. You know, I think the players, you know, up their game by sort of 10, 15 percent. And um, we looked like we were in control, you know, and, and, and deservedly so as well. I mean, uh, I think performance wise, I think it was up there as probably one of our best performances so far. Uh, I'll say this season against, let's be honest, I know West Brom are struggling in the league at the moment, but they're still a decent side and they still got some decent in a false position, I think you'll yeah. see on the table, especially with their new manager coming in today. Exactly. And then, of course, when, when the goal went in um, through Styles, which was, a, you could argue, a little bit of luck, but I think the way he took it was quite well. He kind of let the ball go through his legs. He kind of got his body right, didn't he, and smashed his left foot um, from that kind of bit of a sort of goal mouth scramble. Um, and that's right before sort of half time. So at that point, you're thinking, great, you know, the... Yeah, you know, the, the, the 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 flow now is with us. We've got the tide. We're going to run with this. We're going to move forward. And um, at that point, you just you just know you just hope we're going to score a second goal. You know, and and it's not often. I can't recall the last time we were a goal down to then come back and win a game. I mean, I know when we tend to score first, we we seem to kind of like hold on to these leads. Sometimes we do quite well at it. But I can't recall us being one nil down and then coming back in, into a win. I don't know if you if you can remember last time we did that, but. Uh, I'm sure we, if we look back in the records, the archives, it's probably quite a few few, uh, few games back, maybe even last season, I'm thinking. Did we, did, did we end up being Coventry at home this season or did we draw? Uh, we went, we went, went 1-0 down to those guys. Yeah. Might have done it. Was that, was that last season or this season? I'm sure it we were. Because they also it. went down to 10 men as well. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, of so course, there was... Um, <laughs> There was did, did um, so when Bury comes on then Bury comes on uh, for was it for Styles I think from memory and Bob will stand there was like a, a double three sort of children from Honeyman as well yeah I can't remember who replaced who um, yeah it seems like a distant memory sorry listeners if we've been a little bit coy here but uh, <laughs> it seems like such a long distance memory and uh, me, me and Chaps sort of did this show uh, a little bit on on, on the hop here so uh, we've kind of had to kind of you know, freestyle this almost. So we haven't done much. Hey, we've had a new prime minister since this game. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. A lot's changed, <laughs> a lot's changed since, since Saturday. Exactly. Um, but then um, uh, their defender, Carl Bar- uh, Bartley, gets um, sent off for a second yellow, which is deservedly so. I mean, a phobie sort of turns him really well, doesn't he? And he has his arms all around him and sort of tries to put him down. Phobie goes down um, and referee has no hesitation. He runs over to him, second yellow. And to be fair to the defender, he didn't complain. You know, again, he got all the abuse from them. All fans walked off the pitch, but he had his head down. He just walked off the pitch. No, no, no arguments, hand up. You know? And then, uh, of course, Bury, come, come, in the 90th minute, gets uh, an opportunity, which is what Mason, Mason Bennett plays him in from memory. And yeah. he, um, I, I couldn't quite see the, the shot. Was there a deflection there? He kind of went to the near post. I don't know if you had a better look at it on the, on the, uh, the replays, but how do you describe the, uh, the goal for, uh, for Bury? It was a scrappy one. I, I, I'm, um, I've seen it from a, a few different angles. I'm not, I'm not sure it was deflected. I don't know whether the keeper just was, you know, uh, wrong sighted or whatever you want to call it, and, and wrong footed, mm. and, 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 and it snuck in. I think if that had gone in against us, we'd be, you know, would be given But that was the second goal, obviously, that Bury scored. That the first mm. one, a little bit earlier on in the game, was was ruled out for offside. And that's a really good taking goal, wasn't it? Did you, did you, I thought. I mean, really that was offside. But I think the way he took it was really, really good. I was really impressed way he kind of placed that down that corner. A very calm as he did it, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and he had multiple shots throughout the game. I think there's a couple of times he he sort of cut in. He likes to, doesn't he? Play on the left and cut in from the right hand side, right, similar but... to the goal he scored earlier on in the season, mm. and I think the one against Dartford actually in pre season. But right. mm. he's. 
you know, just touching on Bury, he's he's got so much potential. But I think in the the cameo appearance that he was on, he showed why at the moment it is just potential because I mm. think he, as a defender, I don't care how good you are, when you've got him running at you after eighty minutes, <laughs> there isn't a defender in the championship that's going to want that. Yeah. Um, and he's, he seems to be able to beat players with ease, which mm. is which is brilliant. However, his defensive work mm. does leave a lot to be desired. And I think ultimately that's why he is better from the bench at the moment. I was going to say, would you, that, say, would you say he's an impact player? I mean, is he, is he a starter for you if everyone's fit? Or are you quite happy with him coming off the bench and making an impact in the last sort of, 15, 20 minutes? For, for me, he's an impact player at the moment. I think he needs mm. to work on his defensive responsibilities, particularly in the... The, the the formation and the style we're playing at the moment. Um, mm. You know, to be a high tempo, high pressing up and atom side, you need people to be defending from the front. And I, I think he's yeah. a bit lethargic in that sense. But right. coming on with 20 minutes to play, there isn't really a defender that wants wants him running at them. Because um, yeah. he's not going to do that, is he? Absolutely. I think if everyone fits, um, I think you would side with um, Mason Bennett on that left side, wouldn't you, to start a game? Give him sort of 60, 70 minutes, depending on how much he can he can he can give you, and then bring Bury on like for like in that same position. I think that's, that's a real kind of you know strength of ours on that left side because Mason Bennett's very very similar. Um, I don't know if he's, if he's naturally right foot, but I know you can use his right foot. He tends to cut in quite a bit as well. He can use his left foot, and I think they're very sort of similar players as in the the, the style of play. Uh, although I think Mason Bennett's a little bit more direct, a bit more aggressive, works a little bit harder, whereas. Uh, is a bit more of a flair player. You know, he might sort of take players on. Um, and I think we're quite we're quite sort on that side. The right side, however, with Volsammer, um, are we a little bit light on that on that right side? I mean, we saw Styles come on uh, a start on that right side, cut in. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, and uh, hey, Omar, welcome, mate. Hello, Hello Daps, you're all right. Hey, yeah, I think on that on that right hand side, I think you I think you're right. And and to be honest with you, I don't really want Vogel Summer playing there. Mm. You know, be, being being frank, I think he's doing a job there, and I think he's doing a, a more than good enough job. But I would love to see him play through the middle. Um, mm. More often than not, when a Phoebe's come onto the pitch, he's played on the right hand side, or he seems to. Do you remember when Morrison used to do it? He used to sort of peel off to the fullback and into that channel almost that, that yeah. channel. Mm. Um, so he's an option there. I think Honeyman is probably an option there if if you wanted to play a slightly more defensive setup, but he could play there. I completely agree with Honeyman. I mean, I always date back, and I'm sure I said it about five times on on, the, on previous shows. I'm sure people get sick and tired of hearing hearing me say this, but the first time I saw Honeyman properly was last season against Hull, and he played on that right side. Yep, and he was by far the best player on the pitch. I mean, he was playing with a lot more confidence than he is now. But I just remember looking and thinking, geez, this kid is quality. Like the way he hold the ball, the way he kind of gave the ball, took players on. He, he was tenacious. He was making things happen, you know. And I can't see why he couldn't do a job there. Maybe start him a couple of times um, instead of Bolsammer, maybe, you know. Um, Omar, we're just starting off talking about the West Brom game. We talked, we covered Jed Wallace very mm-hmm. briefly. Um, I don't know you want to sort of, have your two pence worth uh, in about sort of Jed Wallace? What would you make of it? I mean, do you agree with his sort of celebrations? Do you think it's a bit over the top? What's your thoughts on that? I think he tried to play the pantomime villain, didn't he? I think he thought yeah. 
it's my opportunity to kind of, you know, get the game going a bit more. And I think it backfired massively, didn't it? I think I'm sure you both both probably said that and touched said, on yeah. it. Um, it definitely backfired on him. I think I, I, I totally get his logic. He was clearly pumped up for the occasion. I, I don't think he's dead to me as a as a Millwall fan. Like, I know some people took that extreme and gone to that level on it, but reality is he reacted the way he did at the time during the game. I was high rate about it, but then you know it's mm. football. It's you know 90 minutes of abuse. He was going to get regardless. He just got a bit more abuse than he probably should have, I think. But there you go. He, he brought it on himself in the end, I think. So, yeah, I mean, obviously great win for us on Saturday. Superb. I think we just showed a lot of resilience, which we haven't really seen under Rowett for a little while, really. And obviously the last four games, you just see that kind of resilient side, bit of the side come out into play. Um, and, yeah, I mean, interesting conversation about Honeyman and stuff there. I think the difference this year is the squad depth as well, you know. We're making a couple mm. of changes in games. And we've got players to come in that are, you know, subs we're making are outstanding. Jamie Shackleton coming into the game, you know, obviously playing instead of Savile on Saturday. Um, and and there's a quality of players coming into the game to affect it as well. It's it's clear to see, you know, that that's the real difference this year. And it's exciting, isn't it? I mean, it's come out of nowhere. Absolutely. The formation change paid off. But, you know, you can see clearly, like, there is definitely a difference this year. And it feels, hopefully, it's here to stay. You never know. Yeah, I mean, me, me and Chaps were just saying earlier, we don't sort of talk too much about sort of um, Jed Boys giving too much airtime, but we do feel that when he did what he did, it kind of got the fans up for it and we become the 12th man suddenly and then the mill kind of raised their game by 10%. So it kind of backfired. I think he, he held his hand up, didn't he? Um, at the time on social media, sort of saying, look, you know, you guys got the last laugh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and what more could he have said, really? You know, what, what's your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, I just want to touch on what you said there about the the crowd, because I think if we're being really honest, over the last couple of seasons, uh, since since COVID and, and, and after that, I can count on one hand the amount of what I would call good meal atmospheres. Mm. That, being Seems really like honest. It's lost now, doesn't it, from, from, from memory? You know, you, and, and I know we're, we, you know we're comparing cup runs and playoffs mm. against Huddersfield and stuff, and I'm not trying to compare with that, but... We used to have really good atmospheres in rival games and things like that. And I, I haven't seen that for a long time. And Saturday was probably as close as it's been, if I'm, you know, from where I was sitting and, and being really honest. And I think Jed was one of the reasons. But I think the other reason is the formation change. 100%. And this yeah. new style. Because we're playing a high tempo, up and atom, high press, mm. just a more energetic style that's more exciting to watch. And, you know, um, even if you just look at the league table at the moment and you compare it year on year, we've conceded more goals, but we've scored a lot more. Yeah. We're not drawing as many games. We're winning more games. We're losing more mm-hmm. games. We're just more exciting to watch. And mm. that has an impact on crowds. It has an impact on the engagement of the crowd. It's, it's basics, right? But mm. football is an entertainment business and you pay to watch entertainment. And I think you can't underestimate that. And mm. and we know arrogantly or not, that we are a 12th man. Yeah. And it just, maybe it's just all clicking. I don't know. Uh, maybe mm. I'm looking at things too positively, but I think it's a it's something that we should be wary of. I, I agree. I, I think when you date back to, uh, to Rotherham, the first game, we changed that formation. You could almost kind of guess what happened behind the scenes. It seems like for a long, long time, the players are not comfortable with the formation that Rabbit want, wanted. And, you can see it in their performances. They never really tried that hard. I'm not saying they purposely tried to you know, fuck things up for, for us, but you can see they didn't really believe in it, did they? And if you remember that game, there was a big huddle before the match. And it was very weird, because I've never seen them do it before, but it was a real huddle. It was a real kind of togetherness there. 
and it makes you wonder, was there, you know, an open conversation there, you know, gloves off, talking to, to, to the coaching to listen, we don't want to play this formation. We want to play four at the back or four, two, three, one, which is going to suit us better. And Rags probably gone, you know what? Do it. But if it fucks up, it's on you. And they suddenly got the power and they've, they've kind of had this huddle. And on that performance, that was a change of it, really. And I think ever since then, if I'm not mistaken, I think every game they've had this huddle and they've got this real kind of unity now, this bond between the players. It's almost like they've got, you know, people talk about player, player power and it can be quite a negative thing for football sometimes. But I think in this instance, it's quite a positive thing. I think Rowett's kind of given them what they want, given that kind of license, that freedom, and they're thriving off that at the moment. And in turn, like you say, um, the Millwall fans are as well, aren't we, you know? I think that's um, what's proven wrong. I think. I think that's. Yeah. I do I think there is an element to that. I, I, it's hard. I know it's so stupid because he's their manager in the, the day, and but there is an element of like, you know, this is our chance to kind of two fingers up at him since we've kind of yeah. gone to this formation. It does feel like that. Like the players are playing another level that we've not really seen from them. You know, even like everyone, Mitchell's getting applauded at the minute, and rightly so. Mm. But his performances the last four or five games in the, in a two man midfield have been outrageously good in like that really? kind of position in the four in about four as well. Mm. Um. It's it's true though, and I think you say like obviously like you say you said like maybe Rat might say it on your head on their head. Let's be honest, it's probably all been on his head. Like if we lost to Rotherham and then we yeah. lost that home game that I can't remember who it was against at that time, I was thinking he could potentially go here. Like yeah. you know, it kind of felt like that. So yeah. it was a lot. It felt like a last roll of the dice, and it was the roll of the dice we wanted as fans for ages. He's finally done mm. it. And mm. you know, hindsight is an amazing thing, but you can't knock the performances since then and the results. And it's amazing how the tide turns again, doesn't it, Omar? Like with regards mm. to Rowett, I mean, you know, at one point you had the player, the fans, sorry, backing Rowett, and you know he's the right man for the job. And then suddenly results not going our way. It's like Rowett out again. Um, but if you look at the last sort of few performances and and what the general consensus between you know more fans at the moment, I think they're all kind of backing Rowett again, aren't they? He's he's, he's suddenly um, you know the the, the the preferred choice. You know, I mean. Um, it's football fans, isn't it? We're fickle as ever, ain't we? We're all fickle. But the thing is, is like you get criticised for giving your opinion, but at the end of the day, football's a game of opinions. So you know, like yeah, of course. Exactly. Like when he was linked to West Brom, I was excited. I'm not gonna lie, because I was thinking, what's potentially round the corner for something different? You don't know what's around the corner, but then mm. you know, it's it's football, isn't it? Things can change yeah. so quickly, especially in the championship. Absolutely. Um, touching on um, Mitchell there, Omar. It's a question for um, for Chris. Um, we sort of did a little poll recently on social media about who's your contender um, for player of the season so far. I know it's early days, we haven't even hit, hit, hit Christmas yet, but as it stands at the moment, is there any kind of honourable mentions to players you feel that have played sort of really well the last sort of, you know, say 10 games, 6, 10, 10 games, that you think are up there as, as you know, good candidates for, for player of the year? I think there's only one name. To be, to be honest, uh, and I, I would love to hear an argument for any other name. Um, that is Billy Mitchell, and I'll, I'll come on to him in a moment. But there's there's been too much change in other players. Like, if, if you look at, you know, let's just quickly go through. Bart and Long have probably played now equal amount of games. Danny Mack and Jamie Shackerton shared the right back. At left back, you've had Murray Wallace at the start. And let's be honest, he wasn't, he's not been the same player this year. Mm. You've had Malone play there. You've had Styles play there. Hutchinson's been injured. Just on Hutchinson, I think it's no coincidence that our winning streak has started when he's come back in the team. 100%, and I think we'll yeah. see, obviously, with him now, unfortunately, being injured. It is, it, Hutchinson doesn't only just, because he's there, 
he's our best defender, in my opinion, by a mile. But also, Jake Cooper is not a captain. And when Cooper has to be captain, as well as do his own responsibility, it goes out the window. He, Hutch makes Cooper a better player. Mm. I think Cooper's been inconsistent. Although he's been ever-present, he's been inconsistent. Savile's been in, out, in and out of the team. You know, Afobi's been in and out of the team. Bradshaw's been in and out of the team. The only other ever-present's been Fleming. And whilst he will get plaudits for some of the goals and the quality, I do think, particularly the last few games, he sort of drifts in and out. Um, and maybe we can talk about him a little bit later. That only really leaves Mitchell by default, but I think that's doing him a disservice because I think Billy Mitchell, and I, I'm going to challenge something Omar said a minute ago. Um, I I agree his last four or five performances has been outstanding, but I don't... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I think he's doing anything different to what he's done all season. I just think that other players around him are now giving him the forward pass options. You know, they're, mm. they're actually showing more for the ball. They're, they are playing better, which is making him look better. I don't think really he's doing good point. anything um, and I think he's, it's funny because he was kind of the, the player that for some reason, Millwall fans were giving shit to, and all of a sudden mm. now everyone's licking his ass. So, um, I'm delighted he's getting it's very, very unjustified. I think, I know we touched this before in the past. Yeah. I think he's very unfairly treated, doesn't he, Mitchell? I don't think he's ever really had a bad game to be fair. Um, but you're right. He was, the the last Mark, he was the Mark Phillips, wasn't he? The Mark Phillips. Of yeah. The, or, or the Kevin oh, Brannick. There's a name for him. Oh, the John Marquis. That's exactly. He was yeah. big time, and it's very uncalled for. I think his performance has been really good. But I think more recently, I think his performance has been absolutely brilliant. I mean, on that Mill pole, so a quick look um, while you, while you're talking there. And okay, there's only 528 votes, but Billy Mitchell won the vote by 66. percent Second was uh, Zion Fleming, 26. percent And then we had Sean Hutchison and Tom Bradshaw, third and fourth. How did I mean, you not you... shout Scott Malone? What's going on, by the way? Well, <laughs> I had a lot of abuse for that one, but it's one game. I mean, you can't say, you can't put him as a contender for, for player of the season with one good performance, you know? I mean, would, you, would, you, would you agree, Omar, with, with that? I mean, what, what be who be your kind of, yeah, two, four, who would be your sort of player of the season contender at the moment if you were to kind of pick one now? Mitchell's definitely up there. And I think, obviously, what Chris was saying there, I, I agree with him. Like, you know, Mitchell's been always and ever present in the sides, and for me, deservedly so. So I never would have ever, like I said, otherwise. Like, when you do your midfield two since Rout's come in, really, it's always been Mitchell and one other. Uh, for me, it's Mitchell and Savile by a country mile, and it's always been that way anyway. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great that Shackleton's come in and done the job on Saturday, for example. Mm. Um, I guess Fleming's the obvious one to kind of say that, but we don't really ever give attackers the play of the season unless you're Gregory, right? Or someone like that. That's your top goal scorer, exactly. Unless you smash yeah. it like 20 goals. Yeah, like Harris did. 
But yeah. Fleming's influence can't be underestimated with the turn of form because, you know, the yeah. moments he's kind of stood up in big games or big moments, mm. you know, Rotherham away and stuff yeah. like that, you can't overlook that. And, you know, he's got that character about him where he takes everything on. Like, you know, and he, I think he had, a, he had a free kick in the first half on Saturday, 35 yards out. You see him line it up. It's like, there's only one thing he's going to do here. And 99 times out of 100, it's not going to go in. But it's like that one moment where, but I think he encourages the rest of the players for that reason. Yeah. You know, where Chris is saying that Mitchell's got the four passes to look for. Players are starting mm. to believe. Players are starting to do things that you don't normally see. I think the likes of Bury benefit by that as well. You know, if you've got the main player mm. on the side of Fleming kind of saying, let's do this, lads. Let's take this game on and try to do something magical. Mm. Other players are going to be encouraged to do the same thing. So it does compensate for that and add on to the kind of confidence and positivity around the side. And then also that self-belief. Like, you know, if you have the chance to score or you have an opportunity, you're going to mm. believe it and go for it. And I think Fleming, for that reason, is a big factor in that and definitely is a noteworthy contender to Mitchell for that, I feel like. Massive player. And what, what do you make of um, Cresswell coming off of the uh, injured Hutchinson? I don't, you probably know more than us, Omar, with regards to the extent of his injury. I mean, have you heard anything? Is he out for quite some time? Or I think they're rumoured to, hopefully it's not as bad as the first fear, but he's probably going to be out to the World Cup, isn't he? That, it it oh, feels like that's going to be a scenario, isn't it? No one really knows the outcome of that yet. But hopefully that's not the scenario. and Hopefully it's not as bad as first feared. But... I think it's a good opportunity for Creswell to come in, though, because people are saying, is he going to be sent back on out? Is he going to go back to Leeds in January? Or yeah, is the loan going to be cut short because, you know, he's got X amount of minutes to play in a game or mm. in a season, whatever. But this is the opportunity for him to come in now and kind of stake his claim. And the team's full of confidence. And it's in the back four as well. We've not seen him in the back four yet. So I, I feel like he'll do a job. And I do think mm. he'll complement um, Cooper. I think, obviously, Hutch's presence would be a massive miss. But... Yeah. You never know. I think, given the opportunity, he might impress and hopefully he does. What about yourself, Chris? What do you make of his performance coming in? Obviously, albeit it was you know, a bit of a sort of a, a quick sort of reaction. You know, Hutchins injured. You know, he comes on the start of second half, doesn't he? And um, do you feel he kind of settled in? Do you think he adapted quite well into the game in that kind of back four? Do you think he sort of did all right? Yeah, and I think, um, look, you know, he, he was out of the squad completely until Saturday. He, he wasn't even on the bench. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, he's a young lad and he's 20 years old to, and it, it takes some character to to kind of be in a first team, scoring goals as a defender, then you're out of the team, then you're out of the squad and all of a sudden you're you're coming back on to a massive game, uh, you know, at one apiece against uh, a great side. And I, I thought he was very good in the second half. He actually started the attack for our second goal. Um, yeah. A couple of challenges. Um, I think he... I think it was actually even him that put the ball in for Bradshaw sitter that he missed um, because he sort of yes, made the tackle in the four months, didn't he? I thought, what are you doing in that right wing position? You know, yeah. You the ref the played an advantage as well, didn't he? I think the ref played yeah. an advantage and like, everyone was like, the game stopped and Bradshaw That's right, yeah. It. But yeah. He did. Mm. But for me, I think, yeah, so he, I think he played well on Saturday. Absolutely. I think he had a really good second half performance and mm. I agree with Omar, like, for me, for Cresswell, it's for his Millwall career, it's now or never. Yeah. You know, he's 100%. got three games to come in. We're pretty much, because Murray Wallace is out, Yeah, he's, he's kind of guaranteed to start unless he does something really stupid. Yeah. So he's got three games now where he can he can come in and, and, and show what he's all about. So, mm. yeah, um, good luck to the lad. I, I want him to be a success. And um, from from what I've heard for a few, I've got quite a few, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't say anything, but I've got quite a few Leeds fans, mates, and um, he, he's he's a good lad as well. So I, I do I do uh, hope he um, yeah he achieves what he can. That's good. Um, also, as well as um, 
Cresswell coming in. Um, we had Malone start, which was a big, a big game for him. You know, he's a player that who we spoke about on previous shows, don't we, uh, Chris? Who is not playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. You know, whether he's got a few kind of issues or personal stuff going on, he's not been particularly on it. Let's 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 be honest. Um, but then to come in with the task to then effectively, you know, mark Jed Wallace in, in, in the majority of the game where he plays. What's your thoughts on his performance? How do you feel he kind of started the game? How do you feel the game kind of grew and how do you, how do you feel he finished? Yeah, and I, and I think um, he's another one that was out of the squad, not even on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. Made a, a bit of a scapegoat by bands as well. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, at the start of the season, I think even I said he, he doesn't look the same player. But he's come in and he's played against Watford and he's played against West Brom and arguably played against the two best wingers in the league, arguably. Mm. And I'd say he's come out on top in both of those. And you you, you have to take your hat off. I think um, I thought he was really good on Saturday. Uh, he, he made one mistake, but it was a bit of a joint mistake with Shackleton and Cooper, actually, in fairness, which mm. was which was for for, for the goal. Um but I thought he did really well. And I thought one other thing that's interesting is that he, listening to his post-match interview, you could tell he was fired up. Uh, <laughs> and, and Jed, again, helped that by sort of barging into him in the first minute. Mm. And I think you get Malone in that kind of frame of mind, and that mm. shows why he has been and can still be a top championship left-back. Mm. The only other thing I, I would say is interesting, uh, and I'd love to get your boys' opinion on this, is now we're playing four at the back. You would expect playing five at the back that our wing backs would be higher up the pitch. But I felt Malone in particular, especially in that second half, it was almost playing like a winger. Mm. But we were playing four at the back still. And and I, I thought that was I thought I thought it was great. It, it showed, you know, we were, we were really going for it. And I, I thought, you know, him and with Bury down the left hand side was causing them all sorts of problems. Joe, I don't know what you think of Malone's performances and, and, and how he's, I guess, being complemented by that change of formation, potentially. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it suits him. Um, I mean, I, I spoke before on previous shows, he's, he's a tall lad. He's about six foot four. Very, very slim, granted, but he's, he's a, a tall lad. So you like to think in the back four, he can hold his own, you know, aerially, you know, winning high balls and stuff like that. I think he looks a bit nervous to start off with. Um, I think he grew into the game. And what was interesting, his temperament was very, very good. He, he didn't kind of yeah. rise to the occasion. He wasn't trying to get one over Jed Wallace or be ultra-aggressive or try and play to the fans. You know, he was very, very calm. He, had, he was very level-headed. Um, and I think he played with his brain a lot, you know. And, and you're right, he made some great forward runs. He was very confident. The confidence grew uh, as, the, as the game continued. And um, he didn't fall for any of Jed's sort of theatrical sort of, you know, um, uh, plays or, or, or states or whatever. So we've just seen a lot, a lot more on it. He just seemed focused. Was mentally, he was he was in the right the right place. And would you agree, Omar? What was your thoughts? Yeah, I do think he's got a point to prove a little bit, I think, because he's one of those who's very reactive as well. Like you've seen him on social media a couple of times, I'm pretty sure post something and delete it and you know kind of I think he said any chance of it positivity I'm pretty sure a couple of months ago and he's one of those characters you know he's, he's obviously very reactive to what's going on around the place and I think he is probably thinking you know what is he 32 maybe 33 like it's probably his last mm. decent gig in the championship you could say um 
So mm. I think he's still got a point to prove, and you can tell that in his performances. I thought he was a bit shaky against Waffle in the first half, but he grew into the game and got the better mm. of Sarah in the end. Chris was right there. Um, yeah. But then I think obviously on Saturday, he clearly was getting the upper hand against Jed at times. Obviously, the goal, you know, we, we, we spoke about that. Shackleton and Malone both kind of to blame in that scenario. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely the change to back four suited him. Um, I'd say the same about Danny Mack as well, who I think has been unbelievable down at right back. Um, him and Mitchell, for me, have been the two kind of, you know, Standard. seen two, two middle lads to play through that side and, you know, kind of rep the yeah. shirt for us in that way. And, you know, it's, you can see how much it means to him. Like, um, mm. I've got a habit of being pissed and I'll, I'll, you can clip it and sound it on if you want Mickey afterwards. I've got a habit of being pissed on a Saturday night about nine or ten o'clock and like reacting to Danny Mac's stories on Instagram. And he's always replying to him and stuff like that. I know it's so stupid, but like the next day I wake up going, I've reacted to his story again. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> but every time he's always acknowledged it. So like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. you know these, these people are like, they're us, but they're wearing our shirt. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and it, I think you can see that in the, in the team at the minute. They all care and they want to be here. So it's exciting. It's great. It's, it's, it's run on Saturday. Let's win another away game. <laughs> exactly. Omar, I mean, me and Chris sort of touched on it earlier, just to kind of finish this bit off. I mean, we talked about the form being very good and the formation change. Um, do you see this formation continuing, you know, for the rest of the season? I mean, I can't see Rad sort of going back to a to a five, even for the, the so-called tough away games. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Should we worry about the opposition team or should we just worry about ourselves and play our own game? I think whilst playing where we are and the players that are playing keep performing, mm. we should keep worrying about ourselves and let the opposition worry about us, to be honest, because... I mean, Chris was right Saturday. We were going for the game and we were making the opposition worry about us. I mean, West Brom out of sorts in the relegation zone. So, you know, which is unbelievable. And I didn't think that would be a thing at the start of the season, to be honest. But, you know, like we're making them worry about us. And the same with Watford, that first half, we imposed our game on them. And, you know, everyone's talking about the formation, but maybe it's since Jake Cooper runs up for um, for centres from the start of the game. Maybe since Cooper has become the target man at the start of the game, that's been the catalyst for our season. So who knows? So we've got about, about 10 minutes left. And just to sort of cover off um, the Huddersfield game, um, Chris, I know you've got to shoot off um, soon uh, for work reasons, but um, what's your thoughts on Huddersfield come up on Saturday? Obviously, they're not typically playing great at the moment. They're, they're bottom of the league. Um, form-wise, not playing, not doing too too greatly, are they? They had one win in the last five or, or six games. Um, how do you see that, uh, that, that game going? Yeah, and, and uh, that they are... Bottom of the league and and their form's not great, but they do have players to hurt us. I think you know, and and, and they're not someone that we should. I mean, it's a cliche, and every manager says it, but there's there's no easy games in this league, and I don't think Saturday will be easy. I think the first goal is crucial. Um, you know, I think if if we get the first goal, I think that their their confidence and their fans will will, will start to to react. Um, mm. So I think the first goal is crucial in terms of the team. Um, if I could just give my sort of two cents on on the team that I would play. Mm. I think it's really difficult because I don't think Styles had his best game on Saturday, but obviously he scored and, and, and took his goal, as you said, Joe, earlier, superbly. Mm. So it'd be really unfair to, to drop him. But I want Bennett back in the team. Mm. Um, I think he'd be really good up against up against the, the sort of Huddersfield back line. So um, I'd want Bennett back in the team in some way, shape or form, whether that's for Styles or, or for Vogel Sammer. Uh, Rowett come out in the week and said that he thinks that uh, Bennett and Vogelsam are very similar. So maybe that's a hint to say that um, in terms of the way their, their their athleticism and their power and how they need to be managed as as, as in terms of their minutes. So maybe that was a hint to say that 
Vogie will come out and Bennett will come in, which I wouldn't mind. Um, then you've got the Savile versus Shackleton argument. For me, Shackleton did fairly well. It wasn't a standout performance, but if mm. Savile's fit, he comes back in the team for me. Mm. Um, and then other than that, of course, Cresswell was an enforced change, I'm assuming. So that would mm. probably be my my 11. And I think we should go there full of confidence. And, you know, we've got Huddersfield, then Birmingham away, and then Hull at home. To me, we should be looking at six points from those three games minimum. Um, yeah. You know, and there's we'll, no reason why we can't get it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll do our predictions at the end, as, as usual, I guess. Um, Omar, what's your, your thoughts on Huddersfield? I mean, what would you make of their, their season so far? Obviously, you know a bit more about their their, their players. And, and as, as Chris said, you know, they've got a couple of players that could hurt us. I think the American lad um, plays, is it Dwayne? Oh, I can't remember his surname. Dwayne there. Holmes. Dwayne Holmes. 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 Yeah, yeah. He seems quite a lively sort of player. Yeah, um, they've also got this um, winger who's been on the bench last few games. It comes a sub. He's both footed. He goes by the name of Conor Mahoney. He's recently featured oh, yes. in the side. He hasn't been um, playing much, has he? For yeah, him, he's, a, he's a nippy. He's a nippy kind of ball playing winger. Like you know, he's yeah. got both feet on him as well. So I think we need to watch Blair out for player. him too. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, yeah. Didn't really get a track of Millwall, did he? I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the Gal Farm or the John Smith or whatever it's called nowadays. It's never been a good hunting ground for us. Like. I think no. you can count on one hand the amount of times we've won there. I remember I was yeah. one year when it was really foggy and I think Henry scored a goal. Aside from that, mm. you struggled to think. I remember last season leaving there with Kai and like I was like devastated on the way home thinking, like I don't think we had a shot on goal um, and we were appalling on the day. And I think a phobia missed the head mm. at, the, at the near post and they scored from a corner. And I was like, like this that, that was like rentful times. Like you get the moments with me, obviously, nowadays. But, you know, they're, they're few and far between, hopefully, and that for now. Um <laughs> I expect us to hopefully go and get the win. I think I agree with Chris. It's a big week coming up. The World Cup's not far away. And, you know, obviously a couple of injuries. Obviously, Hutch now being missing. Obviously, Savile didn't play Saturday. If we can get six out of nine points and if we can still be in the playoff contention going into January, that's when you start to ask questions of, OK, what, how serious are we all this season about potentially pushing on and getting into them positions mm. where we want to be, really? So, it's a big few games. I, I, I'm quite confident on Saturday. Um, and hopefully, you know, I think I can see Bennett coming back in. I agree again with Chris. But then again, mm. maybe you want someone like Bury in these sort of games to try and maybe kind of come up with a moment of magic. It's it's, it's great problems to have for Rara, and hopefully he finds the formula we need to go and pick, uh, pick up the three points. Absolutely. Again, this, this sort of stems back to what we said earlier. Yeah, the strength and depth we've got in our squad now. We're the first time in a very long time we've got the luxury to bring players in, to rest players, you know, to change games uh, midway through the second half with, with quality, not just you know, squad players. You know, these are these are players that are all capable of starting, aren't they? So we're quite doesn't fortunate. Really in the team much, does it, Joe? It doesn't, no. you know, like bringing Shackleton in over, you know, and, and, and even if he was to say, oh, you know, we're going to rest Bradshaw and bring a phobia in, you know, it's not, Yeah, it, we, we've not had that sort of luxury for for a long time. Yeah. I still think to, to Omar's point, if we're still in and around the, the places in December, mm. I still think we could do one or two more. Uh, in January, and maybe that's another show where we can talk about what that could look like. But idea, um, yeah. what's your view on the on the game coming up, Joe? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm signing with Omar a little bit there. I think you know it's not been a, a great sort of um, hunting ground for us. I think in, in the past I, I can't recall us winning there too often. Okay, to be to be fair, in previous occasions we played them, they've been a lot better. Huddersfield would be a better side and probably winning more games and and in a purple sort of patch of form. Whereas now bottom of the league. Um, they play a very similar formation to what we used to play, you know, six games ago. They kind of play with a three, uh, four, one, two sort of formation. 
Um, weirdly, it doesn't really sort of suit them, but I think they've got a new manager that's come in now, haven't they? Um, and that's the, the formation he's opted to, to play. So I think in some ways it might suit us a little bit um, in a sense that, yeah, they're playing with three, we're playing with four. It gives us an extra player in their third and might make things sort of happen, which we've seen you know, in, in recent games. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm quietly confident that I think we'll, we'll win and we could probably touch on our predictions now. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go first, but I think we'll do really well there and I think we would win. I'm going for 2-0 away. I'm going for a clean sheet. I think Cresswell will have a bit of a blinder. He'll start the game and, and do well alongside Cooper. I think we talked about Cresswell's performance after the game. And um, goal scorers, I think you've got, you've got to go for Bradshaw for one. And uh, possibly maybe, maybe a Fleming or a Bennett, one of those kind of you know attacking midfielders to sort of uh, chip in. Um, we'll go to yourself, Omar. What's your prediction? I think I, I don't often go the same prediction, but when you start to say we go for predictions, I was thinking 2 0. I, I, I think we'll win 2 0 Saturday, and I agree so with I'm you about Creswell. Cool, yeah, I think I, 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 I missed it, Meg, at the moment, by the way. It's <laughs> the last two results, right? So, uh, if you yeah. agree with me and we all agree on the same one, then we should definitely put some money down. I think, I think, two, I think 2 0. I can see, I can see Shackleton and Creswell having good games if Shackleton was to feature because you know, going up north back to the homeland, so to speak. I can see them getting a bit of stick from the Huddersfield fans and I could just feel it being a bit of a kind of occasion for them to step up to the plate really as well. So, mm. yeah, I'll go 2-0. I'll back Creswell to get one um, in the side. Okay. And I'll go with... I think Malone used to play for Huddersfield, didn't he? So we'll go for two defenders to score goals. There you yeah. go. So I'll go for that. I'll go for, that. I'll go for Malone and Creswell. 2-0 me all. <laughs> nice. nice one. How about yourself, Chris? Yeah, I'm sure Phoebe played for Huddersfield as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Malone, yeah. Everyone, isn't he, Phoebe? Yeah, he's been yeah, he's loved by everyone as well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just to be different. I'll go one nil. I still I still think we'll win. I think you keep Zorba Thomas quiet, and I think you you've got a good chance of winning the game. He's he's in my opinion by far and away their best player. Um, okay. And I think you keep him quiet, and you've got a good chance. So I'll go one nil, and I will go Mason Bennett to get the goal. Nice. So we all got the clean sheets. We've all agreed on that, haven't we? <laughs> Bear played <laughs> along as well, to be fair, recently. I think he's coming to this. He's, he's added a lot to that to the performances and his right. goal kicks have been incredible for us, you know. I think, like, okay, fair enough, but I don't think it was harshly dropped, but I think he, I think Long's added a lot with, you know, the dynamic of playing the long ball forward and putting teams under the pressure and getting Bradshaw and all that kind of up the field and pressing teams from the front, really. And I think that's added to it. So, fair play to Wright for playing him and fair play to Long for his performances, really, I think. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I don't think, you know, Bart did much wrong, to be fair. And I think we're all a little bit sort of sad to see him sort of be dropped. Mm. But you can't fault Long's performances. And I think if there is any positives there as you say his distribution is very very good not just from goal kicks I think just in, in open play I mean yeah I, I, when I've seen the ball get kicked back to Bart quite often yeah it takes him about an age to kind of get his feet right before he kind of releases the ball again whereas Long just looks so much more comfortable with the ball at his feet and he'll get the ball and he'll play it out wider and, and he's, he's got pinpoint sort of passes isn't he as well which I think we've done we've done what a good middle team should do we take middle team put pressure on the opposition's box Get yeah. long throws into the box from Fleming. Get balls into the box. That's right. You know, get players no in and way. around them and up and at them. This is what a good Mill team does, and it's not a cliche exactly. to say anymore because we're seeing it play out in a minute. So yeah, with a bit of quality as well. Come on, Mill, let's go on Saturday. <laughs> we're um, we're a lot more direct as well. I find yes. in, in just their approach play and and in, in the, for the first thirty minutes on Saturday, it wasn't actually working because we were just pumping the ball up to Bradshaw mm. and. 
Bartley's a foot taller than him. He's never going to win anything yeah. in here against him. I thought sorry for him to be fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he'll always try. That's what I love yeah, about Richard. He'll always, he'll always try. Mm. But we, our play is a lot more direct. We yeah. Instead of fanning around with it at the back and sort of passing mm-hmm. between the three centre-backs, mm. they'll just sort of launch it long into the channel or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, every now and again, mixing it up. So I agree with Omar. It's it's kind of like almost the perfect blend of the upper natum direct, high-tempo pressing team that Harris created. But I think there's no denying we're more tactically astute under Rowett. And we've kind of combined those two things now. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, long mate continue. Brilliant. Um, anything you want to add, guys? I know, um, Chris, you've got to shoot off. You're probably about two minutes from before you've got your work call. Anything you want to add before we, uh, we wrap up? No, all good. Omar, thanks for giving us the uh, the controls. We really enjoyed right. it. Yeah, so, yeah. I joined halfway through, Joe. Look forward to editing. I'm sure. You're back, yeah, you've done, you've done a good job, mate. You've done a good Thank job. you very much. I'll, I'll take that as a massive compliment from yourself. Um, no doubt, obviously, yourself um, or Mickey, I'm not sure when Mickey's back, we'll, we'll take over the uh, next show. But um, obviously, we really enjoyed it. Lots of positivity. Looking forward to Saturday's game. Hopefully, number three points. So we can keep moving up that table and moving to a uh, promotional um, spot. So, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, nice one. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Joe. Thanks, chaps. Take care, guys. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.